And we don't know the circumstances of the Sarah Everard uh, murder right now, but we do know that it has brought out uh, a recognition of a lot of people who've suffered serious violence for no better reason than that they were women. And that actually the way boys and men are reared in a stereotypical way as well fails to give them the understanding of what unwanted attention looks like, for instance, in public spaces. And if we can have those discussions without everyone getting into their box, feeling defensive, Mm. uh, me being accused of being a a shrill, hysterical person for raising it, and somebody else saying it's not my fault, if we can get beyond that to a stage that says, actually, here's what we could do better. We could ensure that every, every single person living in this country of all ages understands that when somebody catcalls a, a, a girl walking along a street, when somebody thinks it's funny after a couple of drinks to to sit beside somebody on public transport or uh, or anywhere without, without the other person wanting them to be there. If we could just get to a stage where we said we actually won't engage in that uh, behaviour anymore, that will reduce the level of harm for all our society. And and before it's raised, I mean, I absolutely understand that men are at risk of violence as well mm-hmm. from other men. And and so there may be something just there about male violence in general. Um, and, and some men are at risk of violence from women. But all the evidence points to the fact that this is something that we have not addressed. Uh, everybody is stuck in their stereotypes. All the genders are. And mm-hmm. we all need to have it recognised that for, for women, for instance, um, that it, we don't have to put up with it. We shouldn't have to put up with it. Uh, we, we could all be better bystanders uh, in, in the way that if we see somebody else who is being hassled, who looks like they're being threatened, could we help them rather than ignore them? Uh, and, and that doesn't mean putting yourself in danger, but it could be that just not ignoring it would would be a, a, a great help. You know, you could maybe call on security. You could maybe just stand beside somebody else who's being hassled. We've all done it. Mm-hmm. We've all put our heads into our phones and our earbuds in to avoid seeing what's going on. And then we could, as a nation, we could just say, as as parents, as as friends, we could say, that's not acceptable behaviour. Do you realise that you approaching somebody like that, when they don't know whether you mean harm or not, that we could be raising their level of fear and and as a result of that, we are making the space for women a smaller space and not allowing them to be included equally. A sense, I suppose, of entitlement by men to do what they want is built in to the way they're reared. And a sense of women having to take responsibility for what men do is built into women's rearing and that we could change. And I think education for both would help all the situations, yeah. both male yeah. and female, because then we'll yeah. be learning about what is good for everybody, really. Yeah, I think it's educa- it's formal education, of course, in schools. Yeah. But when you think how much uh, is dependent on what people um, 
see at home, I saw one account of uh, some someone who who comments were made about her by a man chuckling with his kind of 10, 11 year old son mm. at that kind of age about how she presented. Now, this isn't only going to be about women. They might discriminate against um, a man as well mm. by way of their gender. But that behavior by parents mm. is comes up again and again where where parents defend their children who engage in that sort of loutish behaviour at best, you know. So I think you need, yes, the schools have something to do in terms of everybody understanding how to respect everybody else. That will definitely lead to equality. But just at, at a level of all of us, whatever our age, we could all grow up and we could all say we will not engage in disrespectful behaviour to somebody else. We will not find it funny to or smart to engage in hassling of somebody else simply because they're um, dressed in a different way or because of their gender and mm-hmm. the rest of it or, or, or other issues like that. But I think more is going to be demanded of men in that way because of that long built up sense of entitlement to address women in a particular way. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's going to be that bit harder, I think, mm-hmm. for boys and men than it is for women and girls who know, they know about the extra layer of risk and they know that they are currently required to attend to that mainly. And they haven't had those opportunities to... Uh, you don't want to reverse the argument because you don't want women to become disrespectful. But just could we build a more respectful society? But that does depend on people going, I never knew, mm-hmm. but now that I know, I can do better, whatever their age. That's the thing. And I think it has started that conversation where people are like, oh, well, maybe they hadn't even thought about it before if they're coming up behind somebody at late at night or something. And maybe now they do. So I suppose it's good to have that conversation out there. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. And it is that, that thing of, you know, again, several of the stories were along the lines of uh, the catcalling yeah. uh, for, uh, for to young girls walking along the street. Um, the, the sort of the, the so-called funny remarks by a, a group of men who, you know, coming from a do or something like mm-hmm. that in the days when, when we had do. Oh and we will again. But, you know, there's there's that that element in which it is unthinking, even if we got rid of the unthinking bad behaviour, if we got everyone to say, actually, it is my intention from mm-hmm. uh, the end of March to really behave in a respectful way to everybody else, then we could deal with the people who actually mean to harass people yeah. as well. And we would reduce uh, and we would increase the level of safety and reduce the level of harm. Now, there is... Again, just going back to it, we we know that some men are very alert to this and very aware of it um, and don't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so for them, some of them are already coming out. Some of them already refuse to engage in the WhatsApp group that talks about what a, a, a group will do to, to one of their female colleagues at work if they get the chance. They disengage from all of that. Uh, They don't engage in any of that behaviour. But the trouble is that it is learned behaviour for for the male gender as well, in a way that it is not for women. And until 
there is a tipping point, those those men will continue have to to have to work really hard. But if there were more of them, if there were more people, that I have been told before that that's not acceptable. If if when uh, young people are going out at night, um, apart from asking the girl why is she dressed in a certain way, asking for assurances from the young boys that when they're going out in the car, they won't be rolling down the window catcalling mm-hmm. at young girls. You know, those kind of things could build in a, a better understanding and yes. reduce that level of extra alertness that, that, that women don't even talk about mm-hmm. because we all do it. All, and it's not just Ireland. It's all around the world. But we could make this Irish society safer. There are countries where, our, where the level of sexual harassment is higher than in Ireland, for certain sure. Mm -hmm. But there are countries where it's lower as well, and we could be best in class at this if we wanted to. Yeah, so obviously we just need to put a little bit more work into it, or a lot more work, depending. And also, I think, staying open to the conversations Mm -hmm. between the genders that... I think curiosity is the thing that is required of everyone. And this is true in all areas of discrimination. Um, And even today's international... Uh, anti-discrimination, anti, anti-racism day, and I was just looking at some of the um, so, so, something that the Irish Human Rights and Equality Commission brought out about racism. Just that it's a two-way process, yeah. um, and if 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 men could stop for long enough to hear women's genuine accounts of how to behave because of their fear, um, and if women could suggest solutions for men, and if men could engage with that, that would be the counterpoint that is needed to that long built up sense of entitlement for which I don't blame men because mm. it was the stereotype that was built up uh, and and for which many, with which many men are uncomfortable, but nonetheless it's there. But it does require the person with the entitlement and the privilege to think a bit more, to be a bit more reflective and to to make sure that they can ensure that their own behaviour and the behaviour of those they know is 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 respectful yeah. of the equality. Yeah. It's it's not as hard as it's being made out to be. No, we just need to be more aware of each other as you're saying and take into account your actions and what you're doing and call friends out if they're not doing it correctly yeah mm. that 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 would be a big help and and i know for myself it is that this bit as well about not turning the blind eye mm-hmm. um, you know which i have been guilty of an occasion where you see something going on and you think thank god that's not me and i don't want to draw attention to myself mm-hmm. but if somebody is being put in a difficult situation how could i make that situation better without you know, without putting Put myself at risk, risk as yeah. well. Yeah. I think I could do more. Yeah, I think we all could really, to be honest. Because like yeah, that, so I'd be the same. There's probably been opportunities where I've walked away and been like, oh, you know. But you see, it's even part of our risk assessment. If I do this, do I raise my own level of risk mm. in some ways? Well, I'm, I'm, I'll just adjust that risk assessment from now on to see it, am I too cautious mm-hmm. um, and um, am I allowing somebody else to be put in a bad space, a fearful space because of my caution 
or yeah. what could I do about it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, hopefully we will change conversations and start conversations. But Nolene, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank, thank you, Louise. A pleasure. Thank you. If you're affected by anything that we've discussed today, you can contact the Rape Crisis Centre on 1-800-778-888 or Women's Aid on 1-800-341-900. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.